Whoa. <laughs> Welcome back to episode two of the Self Betterment Project with your host, the one, the only, Goldilocks. Now, I know you've been doing a lot in your life, Goldie. Uh, what, what is some of the habits that you included in your life to be this successful? I see. All right. That makes sense. Don't take shit from anybody. <clears throat> With me today, I have here a Jay. What up? You might have seen him in the last podcast. Now, you're going to see him a lot in a lot of my podcasts, uh, primarily because we film. We film uh, in his basement. So, without further ado, there was many things I wanted to talk about. Now, I'm sorry to uh, bring you out here uh, right after work. You must be tired. You better be. Anyway, today you had a question for me. Um, it's what you told me. So why don't we just why don't we just jump right into it? Cue the intro. If I if I figured it out by now, you'll see an intro. If not, uh, we're just gonna keep rolling. Continue. All right. Okay, Adnan. You've been through a lot of shit in your life so far, right? Hmm. Unnecessary amount of shit. Mm. Going through stress. Mm. Worrying about your life. Worrying about your YouTube career. Worrying about your family. You're pretty much worried about everything under the fucking sun. Right? So, when or how do you ever get the time to just think about the present? Do you ever just sit down and think, you know what? What the fuck am I doing right now? You know? When do I get the time? Like, when have you sat down and not thought about what you're going to do like 10 minutes from now or an hour <laughs> from now or like two days from now? That's a very interesting question. Actually, only up until recently. Are you even recording this? Yeah, I am. Aren't you using your phone? I don't need it. The camera picks up sound very well. Better than my phone, actually. Okay. So, yeah, to answer your question, I haven't been able to be present or in the moment for a very long time, especially for the past couple years, if anything. Um, one of my biggest problems getting out of school and dealing with stress was uh, just daydreaming my time away. Daydreaming comes from overthinking, it comes from thinking about the future all the time. It's like you can never be here. Recently, actually, um, actually even before that, the only time I could ever be present would be most likely in the gym, because when you have weights over your face, you, you gotta be here, you know? Being present, getting out of your head and into your body, that's something you always hear. Recently, it's been really going well. I've been really being more present, not overthinking, de-stressing myself a lot better by just meditating or like just breathing for like a good solid 10 minutes and just calming down. That's what I've been doing recently. But you bring up a very interesting topic which I think affects a lot of people, this entire idea of not being here, mm -hmm. having a lot of stress, overthinking too much about the future, you lead into not being able to trust the process or not be sure of anything. Every time you do something, you keep wondering if like, oh, is this right? Or, oh, am I doing this right? So I think it's very important that we have this conversation to not just identify how to get out of your head more so, but more so on how, that, how you should form habits or certain things you should do in order to be more present. Because honestly, everybody could use more presence in their life kind of thing. 
stop living in the future, stop living in the past. These things don't exist as of right now. So it only happens in this moment. So you should be here. It helps with focus. It helps de-stress you. It helps generally overall make you feel happier. I've heard a lot of people who talk about being present help them deal with their anxieties, deal with a lot of their depressive nature, start eating better or whatever have you. So that's a very, very good starter to this episode actually. Continue. Yeah, well, personally, I find trying to be in the present or just thinking about the present one of the most difficult things to do because you know how I read manga, watch anime, watch television shows, read comics. These things are pretty much geared towards putting you out of your reality into a fantasy world. Mm. Right? You connect with the characters and you put yourself in their shoes and you pretty much live their life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you grow up reading that and apart from that you go to school and you worry about your assignments, you go to work, you're worried about what you're going to be done for the day, worried about the meetings that's going to come up. So every single thing, even leisure and work, everything is making you think ahead, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So whenever you try to do things, like I try to go for walks, whenever I take this thing for a walk, I try to just think about what I'm doing in the present, you know? What is she doing? You know, what's around me? But it's hard, you unknowingly just start thinking about other things. Yeah. I, I think think thinking about the present, being in the present also means not just thinking about anything. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you gotta get through that. So I'm still at that phase, just try not to think about anything. Just absorb things. Yeah, actually a lot of the times when people try to be a bit more present, it has great amounts of benefits. It it helps your Overall, mental health, mental clarity. A lot of times, most people, when you talk about things on how to be present, a lot of people don't take it seriously. That's what I find. A lot of people... It, this actually ties in greatly with a lot of what I call addictive natures of people. This ties in heavily with a lot of happiness in your life. Because one thing I've always knew, i sure I've forgotten along the way but I'm picking myself back up ever since I was a child though something I've always knew and felt was this kind of like when it comes to your happiness in life a lot of people try to chase these things a lot of people try to chase their happiness their satisfaction in life they think after you get a certain thing in your life you'll be happy after a certain event happens in your life you'll be happy most of the time it's just all around you you just don't know how to see it a lot of that a lot of being able to see the good in your life comes from being present from decluttering all these nonsensical overthinking about the future or what's going to happen it really ties in with addictions as well because people who don't take um say meditation to be present more seriously they're, they just kind of laugh it off these are the kind of people who also when they're stressed they may overeat they may have coffee or sugar or do illicit activities or you know the list goes on people smoke a lot this is all to deal cope with stress what happens is that through physical con consumption to suppress the stress is not the right way to go because your body will start getting numb to it there's a huge research on dopamine dopamine addiction it's like it's essentially why people get addicted and the entire idea of presence of being able to shut off that voice in your head heavily comes from drug drug abuse because a lot of people who 
use drugs is to calm down that mind. Problem is, as you get addicted to it, what happens is that your body doesn't know how to function without it. It becomes more dependent. On top of that, you become numb to it. It's kind of like it's kind of like sugar or coffee. The same amount of sugar or coffee doesn't affect you the way it did. So over the years, you need more and more and more. And what happens is that without it, you can't function properly, and your anxiety just increases the more you stay away from it. So being present or just breathing, that's that's the kind of meditation I talk about. I'm not talking about like avatar meditation, you gotta drink or onion juice or anything like that. Just simply sitting. What the fuck did he drink onion juice? You don't you don't remember from the uh, animated animated series, the Avatar? No? Yeah, he had to he went actually he went to this uh, guy, the old guy on the mountain. Alright, you know what? You know what? Just just continue, just continue. Man, it was a really good episode. But point is point is being able to just sit and breathe is a skill firstly it's not gonna fix everything the first day you're not gonna be able to do it the first day being able to master this skill I've seen countless people I do it recently it's been helping so much being able to it, my problem was like before I couldn't even edit properly I just sat there and I just breathed properly for like 10 minutes like that meditating instantly everything around me just felt happy even though it was cloudy and dark outside. So in order order to be present, it comes with skill. You gotta practice it. And when you can't be present, or when you think presence is just, oh, whatever. When I'm stressed, I just have more coffee. When I'm stressed, I just eat this or that. That's just, you're falling into this addictive nature where your brain looks at it the same way. I'm stressed, I'm gonna do this, try to suppress my stress. Mm-hmm. It doesn't dissolve it, it doesn't take, take away from it. It just suppresses it like a drug. You could be addicted to coffee. The same thing as you can be addicted to say cocaine or meth, the brain works the same way. So being present is actually very, very important in my opinion, that I think especially people who go through stress, just anybody can really look into it. Just breathing for 10 minutes isn't hard. Honestly, like if you look at your day, your average day, if just commuting takes more than 10 minutes, you can sit there and just breathe. Well, yeah, breathing isn't hard, but shutting up the mind it's not even just shutting off the mind, it's just your brain is always thinking. Subconsciously you're thinking, so yeah. it, it's quite literally impossible to not think of anything. Right? Quite literally when you're not thinking of something, you're just focusing on one thing to the point of nothing else. You're not thinking of anything else. Like you, you focus on one single point on a white piece of paper. A single black dot. That's one way to do it, yeah. Right? You're focusing on that one thing, but you're not thinking so much about the dot. You're not thinking about the fact that it's round or has this type of rigidness. or You're not, you don't think about that when you stare at a dot. Mm. You just stare at it. Mm. That's the closest you come to thinking of nothing. So it's narrowing your thinking to just focusing on one thing. So, yeah. A lot, a lot of people, actually, there, there are multiple ways to do it. I'm not saying one's right or wrong, but the most common, I think uh, you remember when we were in high school, they used to do the mindful minded thing. The entire idea was that being mindful, right? It's uh, really the entire concept of not thinking comes down to feeling. When you feel, you're not thinking. It's kind of like last week we talked about um, Will Smith jumping off an airplane. Yeah. Um, he talks about jumping off an airplane, but like when things are happening around you, your body forces you to be alive, forces you to be there, right? This is why going on vacation feels like, whoa, it's, it's really nice because you're not around the same things you've always seen. 
so your brain in a new environment forces you to be active so you don't necessarily think but you're actually here looking around when you buy a new house when you drive a new car when you, something new happens that's out of the ordinary your brain forces you to not have an autopilot system right and that's the entire being mindful really ties in with a lot of the autopilot mentality where people take a backseat in their entire life you go to school, you don't know why you're there. You wake up, you just automatically move. It's like you're not even living your own life. It's like you're not even taking active steps in your own life. Because your body is so used to everything around you. You go to school, then you do your thing, you come back, it's like you're, you're never here. It's like you're a drone, right? And just being present, it shows how much it really ties into anything you want to do in your life. Everybody wants to be fit, everybody wants to make money, everybody wants to do a lot of things. But you can't do all of this stuff if you're stuck in autopilot. You can't do all of this stuff if you're not present. In order to take proper action in your life, you've got to be here. You've got to be able to be here and just exist in this moment to work for whatever it is that you want. So actually this kind of thing has something I've been battling for a really long time. So it's really interesting that you bring up the subject matter, which I actually haven't thought about. It's, I think, very important. And it extrapolates into many different things. One, one way, for example, that I've noticed um, lack of presence has really negatively affected my life. The entire concept of that drone mentality, taking an autopilot in your life. It's kind of like you could be blackout drunk, for example, but you'll still be able to come home, shut the door, lock it, walk into your room, fall asleep. Because your body is so automated. You don't have to think. You don't have to be there. People aren't even living their life anymore. That's what I found with the biggest thing in my life is that I woke up, I, my body moved, it did this and that. But it's like, I'm, I'm not even here. Like, I could literally be, my consciousness, I could literally be dead, my body would still do all this stuff. Right? It was that mundane, it was that repetitive, it was that habitual process, day in and day out. And it, it, you get so caught up in this, and I saw that in school where it's kind of like you wake up, it's like, oh, I have class today. I'm going to try to have fun as much as I can. You play video games, you do whatever, you watch Netflix. Until school time comes, they're like, oh shoot, now I have to get to school. But you go to school, you're still stuck behind your head. You're still on autopilot. The moment you come back from school, it's like, oh, finally I can have more fun. This is how the addictive mentality ties in with the understanding of being on autopilot, which ties in from lack of presence. One thing leads to another. What you find now is that young people, a lot of people our age, are just stuck on autopilot. And when you're stuck on autopilot, you have, you're not present in your life. So what do you do? What do anybody ever do in their life? They want to be, feel pleasurable. That's what they want to feel happiness. A lot of that, they think, comes from consuming goods. Alcohol, whatever, uh, activities like video games. They want to feel happy, like, like we all do. So it will always lead you down a wrong path if you're addicted to consuming things. It's like you've got to be present to really look at the world around you and you'll realize how light you feel. You'll realize how even though you don't have anything that you thought would satisfy you, you're still satisfied. What actually is interesting to me is like you used to be a lot more present than I was. You used to do a lot more meditation and stuff before or you used to, used to do a lot more related to this stuff. I wanted to know how do you think i'm not sure if you analyzed this before but how do you think that affected your life negatively or positively whether the lack of presence or um when you were present in your life how did that change everything else around you or rather your perspective on things
Well, when you have that lack of presence, that lack of being in the present moment, you never really take care of the things that are so immediate that you always put them away, mm. right? You're so used to taking care of things in the future that the things that you have to take care of immediately just have take a backseat to the things you have to take care of in the future, right? Because you're always thinking about that one hour from now, right? So, I guess self-care almost takes a step, step back because you're always focusing on the future, uh, things you got to do. And well, that's the way I noticed it affected me personally. Right back when I was, when I was always thinking about the stuff I have to do ahead, mm -hmm. the things I had to do now, self care, right? Just reflecting on myself, making sure I was healthy. That took a back seat, and that took a big hit in my life in the past. Right. That's why when I got to that point, when I realized, what am I doing? Right. I'm not enjoying anything. I'm never that moment I'm aiming for in the future, right? Mm -hmm. That thing I'm planning for, that one hour or that one day, it it always stays as that one hour, that one day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's right? like it's like you're always it's like as if when you're not living here in the moment, you're not present, it's like you're living in the future. You're not living in the future though. That's the oh, thing. Well, you, you you think about it like that's all you ever think about to be honest. You're not living at all. You're always aiming you're you're always walking towards something you, but you never actually reach that point because it's always the future mm, you understand mm -hmm, yeah so you're yeah, not yeah, living yeah. the only way you can live is in the present that's yeah because the presence is the only thing that have ever existed but one thing from your answer that really made me see something was that everyone comes to their presence in a different way for you it was to find happiness in your surroundings in order to absorb what's around you in order to yeah uh make sure you feel it's kind of like your feeling current the world. time yeah time. feeling the world around you yeah but for me it was different for me my future was so broad right i had so many different things to do in my life that i didn't have focus mm -hmm. right oh, okay so m the way i came towards being in the present is to narrow my focus down to just one thing that thing right in front of me, right? It wasn't so much about trying to find happiness or trying to find pleasure, anything, nothing like that. It was just literally trying to focus. When you focus on that one thing in the present moment, your mind starts to automatically calm down, yeah. right? Everything yeah. starts to clear up. Mm -hmm. All those foggy things in the future, they start to clear up and you can start, start seeing from the beginning point to that end. Right, not always trying to leap towards it. Right. I think I think um, really patience really does help. Um, too many people get so caught up in what they want to achieve and they think about it way too much. You gotta you gotta step off the accelerator a bit. Yeah, like do you remember? Okay, I guess I shouldn't say remember because they probably won't. Yeah, yeah, just uh, say, just say it from the beginning. Remember, I told you the uh, whole concept of f focusing on one point. Yeah. Like when you meditate, I, I wouldn't count this as meditation. It's literally just you thinking. Yeah. I, I, I just thought of a black background with a bright point middle. Mm -hmm. And I just tried to make that bright point as real as possible. So essentially just focusing on one point. Yeah, but, but then I grew that one point. Right. right? Okay. I started building a little world in that point. 
right? I made that little point into a little flame, tiny flame, right? From that flame, it started illuminating the surroundings into so a candle, okay. right? And that candle started gaining texture, gaining heat, right? I could see the wax melting off of it. I could feel the heat coming off the flames, right? The light that's surrounding it. When you start actually applying these things into that point and start building it slowly and slowly, you start understanding what focus really is, right? Yeah, because I, I, I assume being able to block up the exterior world and focus on something and creating something out of it yeah. does take immense focus. Like, how many times have you just glimpsed over something and walked by and not even remember it? Oh, yeah. Two like, have times. you ever walked Wait, by something and like, did I see something? Was there something there? Most people don't even remember what they had for dinner last night so right, yeah. obviously so that's one way I try to focus myself is to just think of a point and give it as much texture and much clarity from my mind as possible do you say that kind of trained you to be able to take in more in the world or rather be able to focus more because I know if you do that that's kind of like a mental exercise to focus but does it show up in your world or is it cause something you have to like actively using your life around you to be able to focus at that it it made me calm down it made me calm down and stop worrying about every single thing in the uh, future oh, and yeah, made yeah, me yeah. focus about something in the present like if you just see a leaf right you glimpse at it move on that's what you do right so now if i wanted to i could just sit there and look at the leaf and be like mm -hmm. look at the textures right see if it's oh, yeah, have you compared it to other things. things yeah I'm not yeah. saying this is what I do all the time. I just stare at like a little piece of rock and <laughs> analyze it. Every time in traffic, you're just looking at like a piece of leaf. Yeah, it, and it I'm not <laughs> But I can, you know, if I if I wanted to just slow down and not think about something and just focus on yeah. one point, I can. Yeah, and I think it re it really is more important for us to slow down a lot more because in today's world nowadays, I'm sure everybody's heard it about how your phones and all this technology. It's like it makes you live in a world that's just so high-paced like you everything just zooms by you so quickly on if you combine the lack of presence you combine the automated process of your brain that you're not even living your life when was the last time you actually woke up like today's a new day or like like you're actually here more most of the time people just wake up and like there's no process of your own thinking it's just blank it's just your body's just doing whatever it wants you're taking a background and you combine that with the fast-paced society we live in you expect a lot of things too fast and everything is so so scrollable everything's happening so quickly people don't have people don't take the time to just relax and just slow down for a bit what I've seen what I've learned what I've studied is that this kind of thing over time is damaging because a lot of people have stress a lot of people have all this mental stuff everybody likes to talk about mental health this and that, but how do you deal with mental health? It's by slowing down. Yeah. A lot of the times, you just need to slow down. You don't need necessarily medication. You don't need a new fix. You don't need your coffee. You just, just relax, just slow down. What I've realized is that a lot of people, I've seen a lot of interviews, I've seen a lot of uh, studies on this, is that most of the time, slowing down helps a great deal. I'm not saying it fixes everything. But the thing is, the way you slow down, or how you slow down, is always up to that individual. Oh, yeah. It matters yeah, yeah. for you. Like the way you slow it down, 
versus the way I slowed down was completely different. Yeah, yeah. I trained my focus versus you. You trained on just absorbing the world around me. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, some people might not even need to be in the present. Some people just might be able to live in the future, and that's completely fine with them, right? It's just to us, to you and I, being uh, able to focus in what's around us at the present time helped us think clearly, right? Helped us think better, right? It, yeah, it, it cleared up the. It cleared up, clears up your mind yeah, and your emotions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, being able to essentially slow down and like just understand these things, let things surface. Yeah. It's it's kind of like going to a spa, you know. You you work really hard your work week. And then you go to a spa and just relax. It's the same thing with the mind, essentially. It's not, I don't think it's that simple. That's the best way I can describe it for newcomers, okay? It's kind of like... They have to find it for themselves. Like, we, we, they can't take anything off of us on how to. Yeah, like, well, the whole, my, my fire... Well, I, I, feel, no, no, I, feel like, I feel like the thing is, you can always train yourself in a certain way. If what works for you, what works for me, these are all skills that have to be learned. To a certain extent, I feel like they. But both we work. learn it through experience, right? That's true. You can learn it through experience, so. but you can also learn it through different things, different methods. I don't think because if the world was like you only have one thing and that's all you could do, say you became a little more present to focus. I became. It's like then you're so narrow in life. It takes away from the idea of being human, where you can expand your skills to many, many, if not a lot of things. Mm. There's many ways to go about it. It's what makes you human. Somebody's insanely depressed today can be the greatest big thing 10 years from now. The way he becomes that is not because, oh, it's his own thing and he has to, no, it's because he could learn, right? He learns these things through many different ways. So, yeah, but these are, these things that he's learned are experience. It's not, you don't learn them. You, it's a skill you, you kind of just feel them. It's but, an experience. Yeah, but, but you experience. Gain, you gain experience and that experience helps you double, like, I, I never sat down. And, I never sat down and thought, "All right, I need to be in the moment. What do I do?" Right? It's just something like it's just like, it's like okay, I'm going into like clinical depression at this age. All right, I need I need to do something. Yeah. How do I How do I do this? Actually, I have a question. Say Say you were going to clinical depression. Why Why did you never go through? I didn't go to clinical depression. Okay, no, I'm I'm saying like say. Um, if you went through not the most happiest moment in your life, did you ever go into the point of? Consumption, or essentially consuming goods to make you feel better. No, some sort of the way I I did it was just overthinking it. Yeah. You know, like when when there's a negative situation or a negative point in my life, I always think about the worst possible outcomes, and that just brings me down. So I went through the never-ending cycle of just self-deprecation. You know, I always thought if this happened. This also could happen from this, you know, this, like this worst possibility, this worst possibility. Yeah, and, and did that, did that lead you to any sort of substance abuse, whether it be like food or whatever, or just coffee or whatever? Just no. anything like that? So how did you, how did you go from self-deprecating to, say, essentially like working towards a better solution? What triggered you or how did you assess the situation? You just one day like looked at it, it's like, oh, I need to fix this or... Did you catch yourself like when I'm when I'm stressing I do this and I should stop that because there's a negative connection and influence on me? What the way I just I felt it is that I go through that cycle of just self hate and mm -hmm. like that depression state, right? I just get to the bottom and then 
there's a stage where I just stop thinking or I've hit that rock bottom, you know. I'm like, all right, this is the worst I can feel. At that stage, I'm just this, like, complete void of emotion. When I reach that stage, I've, something triggers and I just forget about it. I just I become very apathetic to the situation. Oh, you just don't care? Kind of yeah. Thing? You just can't find the energy to care? Yeah, well, like when you start analyzing every single word's possibility, mm. you get thousands and thousands of possibilities. You're like, well, shit. Whatever the fuck's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. No, fair enough. Fair enough. If you thought about all this, that means so, it falls apart, yeah? I guess I went through a stage of, like, whenever I got to that stage of depression, I went to nihilism. <laughs> and from nihilism, I went to existentialism. And from existentialism, I, I just found a little positive light that I could hold on to. And then that's how I got out of it. It's quite literally, there's no point in me trying because... Wait, wait, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's, it's like if the world ends tomorrow, I mean, it's gonna end, I don't give a... Yeah, it's like, like, it's like, you like, can't do anything about it's it. It's like I tripped and fell, my knee hurt, so like, I, I could just go down that cycle and be like, alright, I'm gonna die anyway. Screw it. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna die at the end of the day. We're all gonna die at the end of the day. Who cares? Yeah. So it's, it's, you essentially didn't give a shit. <laughs> and that's how you got out of it. Yeah, like, I got to a point where I realized... It doesn't really matter, you know, that, that negative thing that's happened in the long run, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Because I just thought of a million situations where it's worse. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. And I'm thinking at that stage, when there's so many things that can go wrong, and there's no real concrete definition of what I'm supposed to be doing or what the actual outcome is supposed to be. Right. I might as well make something out of it. That's when the existentialism bit comes in, right? I give meaning to whatever situation I'm in. Right? I try to get the positive out of it and try to go on with that. Is it, is it kind of like acceptance of sorts? I think that's the best way I can label it. It's kind of like you understand and you accept like if anything happened, what's to happen? Well, how do I make the situation better? Yeah, like just... If you want to bring it down to layman's terms, it's, <clears throat> I've gotten to the point where I've realized there's no point in stressing out, mm. right? It, it, it's that, that very... I don't, I don't agree with the statement, but it makes sense. Can you fix it? Yes. Then why worry? Can you fix it? No. Then why worry? Right? <laughs> That's literally the stage I got to. I'm like, there's no point in worrying. Right? If I could have done something, I could have done something. I didn't do it. So, right. whatever. Right. Go on. Okay. Okay, yeah, no, that makes but sense. But that's a very unique thing. I've, I've talked to a lot of people. Not not many people who do that kind of stupid shit like I do. Right? They, they don't just think themselves out of it. <laughs> right? Yeah, it could, no, you're right. I just put myself down and down and down and down. And then I start realizing, at that stage, holy shit. I could be, like, dying right now. <laughs> you thought about all these things you can yeah, yeah you can. at one point I started comparing my actual situation to the self-deprecated situation and I'm like it's not that bad it's not bad as like me getting my arm cut off I mean okay it's not the right way to go about it I'm pretty sure some if the psychologist was watching this he's gonna label me as like a schizophrenic or something but... <laughs> to all you to all you psychology majors out there you gotta let me know what he is I got to that nihilistic phase where I thought nothing really mattered. Right. Then since nothing mattered, I may, might as well make something that matters for me. From the, whatever that matters for me, I gain a little bit of happiness out of it. That's literally how I just kind of 
come out of negative situations. That's actually pretty good because most of the time, most people I know, when it's kind of like if you ask somebody what do you do when you're stressed out, they they just tell you a consumption of goods, whether it be like I know somebody when I told them how how do you deal with stress and they're like just eat, right? Compulsive eating, um, all these different things. Like nobody actually ever said just breathe and calm down. That's the entire process of or like the entire process of being present that. If it was not, that easy, we wouldn't be here talking about it. That's that's true. I mean, I like to learn this through years. Actually, when I, when my mind fell into this spiraling horror, actually, um, researching a lot. I've been research. This is why I came to the entire betterment process. This is why I'm so passionate about talking about self betterment. This is why I had this podcast with the self betterment project in the first place because I was so intrigued or rather so interested in understanding what really does make you better i came from a negative mental place now i'm not saying my life was necessarily horrible i'm not saying i'm over exaggerating either most of the time i undermine my problems a lot of people tell me it's like look you're still going through some hardship don't ever say like what you're going through doesn't matter kind of thing but even then what i've found is that being able to detach yourself from this overthinking about the future really does help clear up so much mental space where you see things a lot better. Coming to that, that took me, what, like three years? I'm only here now. I'm only making YouTube videos better now. I'm only starting, like, podcasts now. Just getting here took so much time, and it's such an important concept of being present and how it ties in with so many different habits, so many negative things people spiral out of. Not knowing that being present can help somebody in the long run or it helps so much. People instinctively go to like this addictive mentality. I just want to be happy or pleasurable because that's how I suppress the stress. So it's kind of like your body instinctively acts on like, because your body's an animal. It doesn't understand stress. When it's stressed, it's like, I gotta do this one thing or drink this one juice or do this one thing that de-stresses me. I think that's just human nature. That's, that's You're looking for an outlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying is that human society, on the other hand, is so much more complex where you can't just leave it up to the body to think, like, oh, I'm stressed. I don't know why. I got to de-stress with the consumption of good. You got to step in and be able to talk about presence. You have to understand what being present means. I think it's so important that people take the time to just breathe or do whatever it needs to be so that you're here, right? You're, you detach from the future for a moment. You, you know, if, if it helps, what I've... It also needs, you also need to be in the right moment, though. Like, uh, if you're at a, at a stage in life where you're so stressed out about every single thing that's happening in your life, mm-hmm. there's no fucking way you're going to be able to come to the present. Because the moment you come to the present, it's just going to make you realize how much more shit there is to do. Right? Yeah, okay, you know, yeah, true, that's true. That's so, true. I guess people sometimes have a negative... You need to... At that point, no, at that point, you got to get some professional help. you got to, like, call somebody. Yeah, that's true, but what I'm saying is that if you want to come to the present, you need to understand that... Well, you, you need to learn how to cope with whatever issues that you have, like the immediate issues. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you cope with issues? It depends. It literally comes down to the individual. Okay. Like, I, I don't have a psychology degree, so I wouldn't be able to tell them how to do it. But... Like, back then, like, I can't remember when I was the most stressful in my life. Two days ago. 
Yeah, like yeah, about three hours ago. <laughs> three hours ago, he was just having a mental breakdown right him. before. <laughs> no, like, whatever that stage was, I'm sure if I was thinking, you know what, I'm just gonna come focus into my mind. Mm. It won't work because my mind is just filled with garbage about all these things that's happening around me. So, like, it, it comes to stages, you know. Coming to the present first, you need to de-stress the other things first, right? A lot of times, the way to de-stress is by engaging the task, yeah. which I feel like a lot of people shy away from. A lot of times, a lot of people's stress comes from you not doing the work. Say you're stressed about schoolwork and the assignment. Do the damn schoolwork. Do, oh, yeah. Engage in, in the thing. Solve it so your body's not stressed, your mind's not stressing about it. There's one thing I can say for 100% sure that if there's a person stressing about stressing out about doing something, cameras over there. He can relate to this, or he she can relate to this. Well, a lot of it's when you're so stressed about doing something, <laughs> you don't end up doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're like, oh my god, I have such a huge assignment I need to do. Right, it's due like six hours. Oh, that oh yeah. If you leave it to the last minute, like, like, yeah, oh yeah. When you, when it gets to that stage, you know what? You're like, I'll do it in a bit. <laughs> I need to calm down for it. I uh, gotta do it. And then you. <laughs> I, I still don't know how to fix that situation. Like if I end up in that situation, I'm pretty sure I'll still do the same thing. I'll be like, oh, I'm fucked, aren't I? Like it's just I'm royally fucked. And and then I'll just stare at this and realize, right? Okay. Question one took me about four hours. Oh, you, oh. There's seven <laughs> questions, and I have about. And you're calculating all the things in your head. How long it's gonna take? Yeah. So. Like, I've been, the only way I learned how to cope with that situation is just by being in it so many times. Mm. I got to the point where, if I'm in a situation where it's just unredeemable, right? I literally just make the best out of it. I try not to get in that situation anymore, so like, in the future, whatever assignments come, I try to get it done earlier. It doesn't yeah, always work. Earlier. I, I don't do it, I'm not the best example. Stop, no, you just told him to do it earlier, but stop it. it. It helped. The way I got to it was, first I just started doing it. Mm. Like, literally... If I had three hours, right? Mm. This is how it all started. Mm. I had three hours left. There was no goddamn way I was going to do the assignment. But I thought, screw it. I'll just sit down and do what I can. Right? At that point, I was only fo focused on question one. Right? That focus came into play. That presence. I wasn't worried about the entire assignment. Oh. I mean, because, well, at that stage, I knew I was really fa failing. But still, that moment made me realize being... Focus on that one point reduces all that stress, right? It's kind of like there's only one thing you see anyway. Yeah, I got that one question done, and for some goddamn reason, I was happy about that one question. I handed it in, got that ten percent. Hey, that's failed. <laughs> I failed. I failed in the wrong run. But it's good that you still were able to find or salvage whatever you could from a failing situation. Yeah, but the next time, right? The next assignment I got, I started a bit earlier, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because all my Stressful experiences in the past eventually leads you to got me scared about starting something big. Yeah, it got me scared of thinking, "Holy shit! If I start this, you know, it's such a huge thing. I don't want to start doing it." Something about that mentality kicked in, right? That stress-induced fear about getting into something. So it's, I, I, I used to think, hey, "You know what? I'm, I'm just gonna put it away for now. You know, I'll, I'll calm down. I'll come back to it." But after that one moment of just doing that one question, handing it in, I decided, you know what? I'm going to sit down and focus on that one question. Finish it, move on to the next question. And somehow I managed to finish that assignment. 
This was in high school, but like that's how I started learning. You know what? I might just do my work early. <laughs> and that's when he learned he's gonna do his work when he got it. Instead of leaving it for like three weeks. It's very important when you talk about school stuff too. It's like all these things that stress you out. If you think about it, the over overarching story of this, like the moral of the story is do your shit early. Yeah, do your but shit early. what I got from this was how I cope with stress, right? By yeah. focusing, by pointing out what I need to focus on one moment and keeping that in the presence. It's kind of like what they say, a huge, it's like your task or goal that stresses you out or scares you. It's kind of like a huge monster, but if you were to cut this monster off, focus on a little piece, it's not as scary as anymore. It's kind of like biting it, cutting it down to bite, bite-sized pieces, Yeah, essentially. And yeah, focus really does help in overcoming that kind of stress. I guess people get way too attached to future stuff. You don't apply certain things that can help you. School is definitely one of the things that stress a lot of us out all the time. It's like we still, a lot of people still fall into this rhythm, you know? You get something, oh cool, I have, I have like weeks to do this. All of a sudden you're last minute and you're wondering what went wrong. Why did I not start this? I know I had that for a really long time. Last minute stuff, why did I not start this before? Why was I stopping all this? It's like this kind of fear anxiety. But when I start questioning myself like that, yeah. it's like, oh my god, this is so overwhelming. Yeah. I start pushing it away. But see that moment? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That moment when I decided, hey, I'm going to just do that one question. I don't know what triggered it. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that happened. But that was the moment when I started to focus. Remember I told you, you got to get past that one point of stress yeah, in yeah, order yeah. to be able to focus? Yeah, okay, yeah. Then that, that was that point. That was that point where I decided I'll, I'll just do this one question. Just finish this one question and hand it. That's, I, I don't care. Right? I stopped caring about what Mr. German is going to think about my physics assignment. Say that on camera. Whatever, man. Yeah, I graduated <laughs> from that school. I don't give a shit. But yeah, so I just have, I'll do that first question just hand it in. You know, he's going to have that weird look. The rest of it's empty, Ajay. What? what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you see, it's empty. Why are you commenting on? It? Yeah, but like, you, know, <laughs> you want to see the glass like tenth full. <laughs> That's true. It's kind of Ajay's work is kind of like fine wine, just like this much full. In exactly. Glass. You don't. You don't. Entire glass. Just, <laughs> just kind of have that. Thing. But anyways, yeah. So at that point, I realized you were messed up. To focus, you know, the, the, the ability to focus on that one thing really got me through a lot of these things and I've, I've, I've learned from other people, the other people that have gone through similar situations about mm -hmm. that whole focus exercise, about that, growing that one point to a flame, to a candle, to a candle on that little saucepan looking thing, I don't know what you call it. The metal piece. Yeah, you're living into like the 1700s, aren't you? I don't know, I, it was whatever they thought, because the, whoever explained it to me just thought, think of a fire that's growing, think of it on a candle and put it on something. Right? Because every single person is going to think of it differently. Like, I can imagine the most concrete candle in the world, and you'll, you're going to think of it differently. Yeah. Okay, fair right? enough. It, that's how you kind of build that focus. It's kind of like a mental exercise, or do you, like, look... You don't look out to anywhere for people who don't understand what's going on. How do you actually do this? Uh, so, I started with my eyes closed. But after a point when I got used to just thinking of that flame, I, I could just zone out and... Oh, yeah, so it's like you're not even focusing on anything, even though your eyes are open. But, see, I was... It was conscious. You know, mostly when you zone out, you're, yeah, you're, you're not really like, thinking of anything, yeah, but you're subconsciously just... thinking of a million things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all conscious. It was that flame. But yeah, it, it's not meditation. I, I didn't like sit there 
with my legs crossed on, on the ground. And let me take from the ground. <laughs> no, no. I, sometimes I would just sit there and I'm, I'd be like, thinking of a lot of things, I realize yeah. I'm kind of stressing out. Just focus yeah. for a minute. Spend a minute or two on it. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of brings me back. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the times like, when it comes to meditation and stuff too, people think you have to do all that crazy stuff. You don't. Like, it, I, helps, though. it helps, it helps. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't. Look, look, look for a professional. Do not listen to us. Just look no, I'm saying, Google. no, hold on. Actually, no. I'm saying when you want to start, I, I do it by laying down. You're supposed to be sitting up. But that's still a start. You build off of that as you understand the effects of it. Yeah, but like, but like, it's not that. People can always be present. People can always find a way to be present. It's not difficult. And I, bless you. And I think it's very important that people don't overcomplicate that. Yeah. And substitute it for something more negative. Sure. You can be laying down, you can be doing a goddamn bridge. You can be upside down, you can be planking. (laughs) You can be be planking. Is that what you're doing, laying down? No, that's a. Laying down is a reverse plank. Planking. The reverse of laying down is standing up. No, that's. No, it isn't. Reverse. What's the inverse of. Bring me down math paper. The inverse of laying down. Is laying down on your stomach, right? Fuck. You flip yourself on the y-axis, but or the x-axis. Anyway, we're getting way sidetracked here. <laughs> we're getting way sidetracked. Anyways, yeah, I think we've talked enough about being in the presence. I don't know. Like, how, I'm pretty sure everyone's gonna have a different way yeah, of how sure. they come to being in their present. Do you think uh, like substance oh. abuse is a good way to be present? Uh, great idea, man. No, but like, I don't condone these. I, I'm not saying do them. Okay. Like. I think one of my friends did, right? He, he was a romantic. Like, loved like a million girls, but either way, it worked for him. What he would do is he would just think about the girl he'd like, right? right. And that kind of... Shocked him into reality? No, he, he it would move away everything else that he was worried about. All the future things, all that stress. It brought him to just that one moment. And so, in, in a way, he was using that girl as a catalyst for his focus, right? And that calmed him down to bring him to the present. Wow. Actually, yeah, let me let me hear more about this uh, girl. He wasn't thinking of any sexual scenes or anything. Well, I never said that, but that's actually really interesting. (laughs) Okay. So it shocked You need help, buddy. (laughs) Alright, moving on to the next one. Adnan fucking intervention. That's it. (laughs) You goddamn horny ass. That's not even me. I don't know why you would say that on camera. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to censor that out. What, you thought you were horny ass little... I'm gonna have to censor that out. You don't have to reiterate the truth. Just watch his Instagram feed. <laughs> like, if you go to the, at a store... How does my Instagram feed? Your, your stories. Honestly, your stories... How does... Like, yeah, okay, my stories are what? Go ahead. Half of them are you, by the way. <laughs> Half of my stories are you. Is this how you're gonna <laughs> hit on me? <laughs> Just secretly through my stories. <laughs> Not actually tell you up front. I don't have the guts to tell you up front. That's the thing. <clears throat> that but, you like me? Hold on, you're getting way sidetracked. I'm not talking like that about? at all. I just want people to know that I'm actually very sane. Please call me whenever. What? You're what? Off. You know, I can cut these parts out. You could. I could. But am I gonna? He's gay. Anyway, anyway. So yeah, that's 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 amazing. That's a great story. See, you can do this any way you like. Being able to calm down. Being able to essentially detach yourself from the future. Do it with thinking about some girl. And remember, ladies, you could be a reason a man is more successful than you thought he would be. You could be the reason that he stops stressing and gets depressed. 
this conversation took a hard left, like the last. No, episode. look, the the goal is, ladies, look, you gotta you gotta be pretty as hell. There's no ladies that watching way. you. Alright, just calm down. There's like two girls. I'm sure. There's at least a guy who thinks he's a girl. You. There's only you. two guys people watching this. It's probably gonna be me and you. <laughs> that's how. That's how you think about my podcast. That's that's what you think about. Like nobody's gonna watch. Like your podcast. channel. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get banned now. That was just physical assault. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't see that. They didn't see what I ever did. Anyway, anyway, okay. Being way too sidetracked, but but anyways, yeah. So my main point was, everyone has their own way of getting mm-hmm. their focus ready, right? It could be whatever they're passionate about. It could be something just as simple as thinking about a point on a piece of yeah. paper, or whatever. Or it could just be absorbing whatever's around you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just looking at nature or looking at just a white wall could help. It, it doesn't matter. You have to find your own way. And whatever I did might not help you. It might even be bad for you. I would, who the fuck knows? Try it out. Try it out. At the end of the day, skills can be built. And primarily, detaching yourself from the future and overthinking about the future. Firstly, overthinking about the future excessively has a lot of negative side effects. It leads you to a lot of negative habits. Being able to disconnect from that will, honestly, I'm telling you this from experience, the simply just the way I feel, the effort I can put into my life, being able to see this guy on a Friday night when I could be at home doing something more important with myself, being able to just live my life a lot better, all came from knowing or practicing, developing the skill to detach yourself, overthinking about the future and excessively doing that. And above all else, Remember, when you get an assignment, do it. Just start. Just start. Don't leave it till the end. Just do the first question. Just Yeah, just do the first That's my tip for you. Just do the first question. Just do the first question. Next day, do the next question. Yeah, I didn't get to that stage yet. One day. One day. That's the plan. That's the plan. Just do one question a day. It's been about two years since I did the first question. She's getting there. Things take time. You got to be consistent. You got to keep trying. For me, being present took me three years. And only now am I getting back into life and not caught up daydreaming about the future or stressing about the future. So things take time. Be be patient and work hard at it. If you got nothing out of this entire goddamn... If you got nothing out of this entire podcast, sub- subscribe for our next episode because I'm sure you could get something out of that too. Not every day is going to be a success for you. Not every lesson you will learn something. It's like school. Sometimes I go to all lectures and I don't learn anything. But that doesn't mean I stop going to the lectures. Feel free to subscribe. Leave a like down below. Remember that the Self-Betterment Project comes out every Saturday at 9 a.m. And I record every Friday night, so... Why the fuck do you sound like you're selling some guy? I am selling my podcast. Please buy. Please... Why? No, I'm just being loud because I feel that my voice is draining up. So... It's a great idea. So be louder. Yeah. Yeah, be... I'm losing my voice. Better be louder. No, like the... <laughs> you wanna... Okay, you do the outro then. I don't have to... You talk. You haven't talked a bit. Peace. That's not how we end the podcast. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, take care. Stay safe. I would be impressed if anyone's gotten to this point. And stay present. What are you doing with your life? This is Ad signing off. All right. You're horrible at this. (laughs) You're absolutely horrible.